1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy
2: in every journey. Hour number three here, wonderful football Wednesday. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you here. On the BetQL network. Uh, Great to be on for one more hour with our friends at Stadium. And if uh, you're watching on Stadium, I would highly encourage you checking out the final hour of the show. You flip on over to twitch.tv backslash BetQL 60 minutes from now because we're going to give you a ton of bets, not only for tonight, NHL, NBA, college hoops, but we'll give you golf bets coming up for the weekend as well. And I can tell you that... uh, that co-host Ken Barkley, our crew member Tyler Morales, very confident in their golf bets for this weekend at the RSM Classic. So look, you don't even have to pay attention. You don't have to know anything. Like, they've literally done the work. Hashtag in the lab, so you don't have to. Just watch the sweat and hopefully win coming up this weekend in golf. Matt Moore will join us in an hour to give us basketball bets. Eric Eager from Sumer Sports coming up in 20 minutes talking NFL Week 11. We'll be joined by ESPN college football analyst Rod Gilmore in just about a minute here talking college football for this weekend. We'll talk the college football playoff rankings from Last night We'll talk a little Heisman Trophy, and then a bunch of the games this weekend, including a really interesting one in the Pac-12. An interesting, like, final year in the Pac-12. What a way for it to go out, with yeah. Oregon State and Washington coming up this weekend in Corvallis. Oregon State about a two-point favorite in that game at home, total 63-and-a-half. While we wait to get Rod on the phone here, Ken, and we'll do a ton of college football with Rod Gilmore when he joins us, why don't we just give us, like, a quick market update on what's happening in the National Football League? We don't have to do, like, a full-led move segment, but just, like, anything with the Browns and Steelers, anything else, like, t- in your fancy right now in the NFL.
1: Yeah, we, we didn't get to do like that. You know, normally Wednesday we do it mood for the first hour. And so it's like, all right, you know, like a Deshaun Watson out for the season. Like, we need to devote a lot of time to that. But it does take away from, you know, like a, a device that we like to do all the time. Just like, you know, what what's happening? It's Wednesday. Has anything changed from these openers that have come out? There are two things that stand out on the board right now. I mean, there's a bunch of small stuff, but these would be two that stand out a lot. The first would be the total in the Steelers-Browns game. And I know we did Steelers-Browns a lot in the open, but just... What is the bottom on the market for the total in this game with DTR starting at quarterback? It's worth noting, not just like that, the total. So it opened 38. It already opened a low total. Primetime unders have been very, very, very profitable so far, too. It gets bet down to, you know, like mid 30s, then Deshaun's out, then DTR starting. 32s have now appeared on this game. We're down a point and a half from 10 minutes ago. So it's just, it's like heavy under money still. So this isn't just like, oh my God, Deshaun's out for a year. And there's this like mad frenzy about the under, which there was. Now there's like a secondary move to the under two. And we're like, th- like there's a, there are a couple 32s on the board, which is an insanely low total. It's worth noting there is projected like rain and like 10 to 15 mile per hour winds in the the forecast for Cleveland, On uh, on on Sunday, and so like, it doesn't it doesn't have to be bad, but maybe it's like DTR kind of plus that. So it's 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 just really interesting when you you get these markets where there's news, and it's almost like nobody knows kind of what the right number is supposed to be. Maybe there's even disagreement. Sometimes things can just kind of free fall a little bit, and it doesn't have to be wrong. It's just this is where we're moving again it's not about being wrong or an overreaction or whatever it's just interesting and it's not entirely driven by weather it's like this combination of the conditions and the quarterback news and maybe what this game's going to be like so the browns are like one or pick or something like that we did that in the first hour the total just seems to have Wait, no can 34 and 33 and now it's oh I want,
2: I want i'm want sorry because i think you were going to go to another game which like obviously like we should because we haven't done any of the others today like like you mentioned because of the deshaun, deshaun watson news but like we didn't really do this in the first hour of the show so just just like curious your thoughts on this total. So I don't know like what the bottom is. And I know you had said that also, right? We've seen 32s on the board at some books for what it's worth right now. It's 33 juiced over at, at bet MGM. So if you want to bet the under bet MGM is your home to do that right now. The King of sports books. Like if we, we get to Sunday, Ken, it's DTR and it's Kenny Pickett and we're Kenny can it pick it? And we're talking mm-hmm. like 31 and a half 32. Like is, does that entice you to want to like bet the over? Are you still in on the under? I, I, I kind of feel like the, I feel like the digit might have to be a two. <laughs> the right number in the sure. total here. We,
1: we, we know how, I think you detailed at the start of the week, like the Steelers and like style is just like, hold up in the red zone, limit teams to field goals. They may not even have to do that a lot in this game. Like what is the Browns offensive strategy? I-, I guess maybe like, it's a little interesting. They went to DTR and not PJ Walker, which means that like, maybe you do get somewhat of an opportunity for explosive plays down the field, as opposed to PJ Walker started the quarterback. If the conditions aren't going to support that, that's obviously something the Browns have a great defense. This is uh Pazola said this in the first hour of the show though, when he came on just the idea that like, you know, the Steelers defense isn't I feel like we've I feel like we've had a bunch of guests on the show this week and they've almost they both said e- e- extreme things about the Steelers defense and like I don't know what's heads and what's tails where it's like we've had people on be like oh yeah like they're like they're going to show up and be really good and like they're awesome and TJ Watt's really good and then then like is like yeah you know they they gave up a lot to Jordan Love so <laughs> like what are we supposed to do with like if they can like honestly the defensive performance they had against Jordan Love and the Packers like if they do that in this game like the, this game's flying over the total. Like it's just not even, it's not even close. So I think most of it is like, what do you think DTR is going to be? Uh, it is, it is a very low number to be fair.
2: All right, uh, we hope that we'll be joined by Rod Gilmore a little later in the hour. We'll get, And if not, we'll get him at some point. Rod will be calling FIU in Arkansas coming up this weekend. does a great job for our friends at ESPN. But uh, for this segment, let, let's just roll through some of the other games in the National Football League. And let's do it, hashtag proper, with this edition, Jake, of It Moved.
3: I think it
1: moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. It
2: moved. Wednesday before week 11 when you need to fill time in segments, <laughs> So let's 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 do it here, Ken, with the Bears and the Lions coming up on Sunday in Detroit where uh, Matt Iberflew is making it like somewhat official earlier today. And like we're not official, official yet, but we're pretty close to being there. <laughs> and this is what, I mean, he so likes the high school to relationships,
1: practice. right? Yeah, yeah
2: so. Offici- officially official. Well, I think, so actually like, I, don't, I think Jake's probably the best person to answer this. Jake, Jake is what, hello, Jake. Hello, scramble. Is, Hello. So, like, is is the right term now? Like, Facebook official is like no longer a thing, right? Because people don't use young people at least don't use Facebook. Right. Like my mom, like when I like when we had like the gender reveal this weekend, my mom was like. Can, like, we want to post on Facebook. And I'm just like, great, post on Facebook. Like no one I know is on it. Like, that's totally cool. great. Right. Like, post it's on like Facebook. Posting the friends. That's great. That's right. it's totally yeah. great. So like, is Jake, is Facebook official still a thing amongst hashtag younger people? Or are we like Instagram official? Like, once it goes up on the gram, then you know, something's official.
1: Yeah, Facebook, for all intents and purposes, and my demographic, is dead and has been dead for years. Uh, but yeah. usually, like, Instagram is the big one now. Uh, we call it a hard launch, which is when you go full post, actual post, person's face, they're tagged, they're in it, as opposed to the soft launch, which is just kind of what I micro-dosed this weekend with an Instagram story, where it's like the implication that somebody yep. else is there. I saw So that. what you
2: did, Nick, I saw was the, the hard launch. I hard launched
1: you hard launched your baby something like that yes yes
2: I yes yes I did it moved yeah. <laughs> so, so, so there you have it so i don't know if we're if the bears like hard launched justin fields here yet or if we're still in the soft i think we i think they soft launched right because I, I didn't yeah. see it on the grand bill on the bears I'd like, the, I'd like to
1: hard launch us towards 7 p.m. eastern if that's okay, this <laughs> yeah,
2: <morning>. okay. <laughs> I, i'd like to hard launch towards the su- the monday after the super bowl please if that's where we're at right now uh you better you better hear nick and ken so we d- f- fields is likely to start the betting market dictates it now Correct. ken what have we seen this was a 10 point spread for detroit Yesterday, where are we at right now with the Lions and the Bears? Oh my.
1: Well, it's so funny because the Bears play the Panthers. We do P squared, B squared the next day for the next week's games. So and we talk about this game. And this was our thing. We were like, all right, i like, open a little less than 10. Maybe it goes to 10, maybe it doesn't. But like, we think Fields is going to play. So I don't think that's what the number is going to be. I i didn't expect, like, we're really going to sit 10. We're all, we, I think we all thought he was going to play and he's gonna play and this numbers gotten bet all the way down that there's a lot of seven and a halfs on the board MGM is seven and a half in this game now eight and nine are not like the most key numbers in the NFL but like you it like it hashtag it moved like the the spread moved and it's you know, two and a half points different than it was before it also begs the question like if there's gonna be continued interest in Chicago does this end up going to seven at some point we're very close um I find that almost impossible to believe based on how the Lions have played so far this year that they're only going to be seven in a game against Justin Fields and the edge seems crazy to me maybe I'm, maybe I'm the crazy one um but we're down to seven and a half and that's like a, a really significant move uh, sometimes when the spread moves like that the total will kind of go crazy in the game too sort of like almost like one team's team total is moving a lot right we saw that with the the Broncos Bills game where it was like the over and Denver AKA the Bills defense sucks. Like that's the like the implication of those two moves. Denver's team total going up. Hasn't really happened. The over got that like a little bit on the fields news. It was like a half point. 47, 47 and a half went to like 48 everywhere. But the biggest thing here is we're close to a key number on a game where I really did not think we were going to be close to a key number. Uh Lions only seven and a half now uh,
2: against Fields and the Bears. All right, there's an obvious follow-up question that has to be asked, which is, right. what the hell was Jake talking about when he said micro dosing like a soft launch on Instagram? That's the like, oldest I felt in a oh, long time. Oh, I got time. that. I mean, there's I a lot of cliches it. in there, but just, I got it. Yeah. Micro, micro. He sounds like like Kendall uh, Roy the, or like the Sean use McDermott. of
1: micro dosing was like really interesting there. Just like, is that what that was? You were just like trying yeah. stuff out.
2: That I just, was wondering like, how I thought, high I, Jake is I, I right now, because that's, that's, the that's what he said. Like, what, my, do, you have, Mike, do you have another follow?
1: Because yes, there's a there's a yes. follow on this game, which is like which yes. is obviously like you're yes, gonna so tease gonna the lions tease, and you're gonna win. Are we gonna tease? Yeah.
2: Are we gonna tease the lions? And the answer is yes. Right.
1: right. And, and then are you and then are you gonna pair them with Minnesota and then do it for ten million dollars? Yeah. Yeah. The answer uh, is yes. Right. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. and also like I I kind of kind of wish I could tease the Browns still. Also, that feels like it'd be pretty. Yeah, good. You can't,
1: can't tease either team. Is there a is there a one and a half left on either side in this game? There's one uh one one and a half. And it's Cleveland one and a half is the one and a half that's up So you, you in one place. You can still, I, I don't even know if that place is going to let you tease, honestly, with that, that market's been nuts all day, but you can tease Minnesota. Actually, I wonder if you can't now, because Jefferson, I wonder if they, I wonder if they would put a lock on that for a lot of places. Like if Jefferson plays or not, like you tease Minnesota up, you get a really good number if he plays two uh, and a half to eight and a half. Right he plays, now. maybe it goes to pick. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to place right now where I can tease Detroit and Minnesota. In that place, in that place, (laughs) I'm teasing the bear and the lions and the Vikings.
1: It's a great song. It's a really, really good song.
2: I mean, yeah, it's like probably like my
1: favorite (laughs) band. Yeah, they're the best. (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) My wife and I were talking about naming our baby daughter Apple. Come back and tease
1: with me. What do you think about that?
2: In honor of Chris Martin, we're gonna name our daughter Apple
1: name your daughter whatever you want. I'm here. Well, I'm for, I'm, I, I support you.
2: Yeah. We're not going to name her Apple. But why not, yeah. why not but thank Snapple? You, thank you for being nice why? about it. Why not right. Snapple? Yeah. The, the best The, the yeah. best girl on earth?
1: She's, yeah. She's made from the best stuff on earth.
2: <laughs> I, I was going to say, and then, like, and then every single day of her life, someone will be like, tell me a fact. I don't even know yeah. if Snapple facts <laughs> are a thing anymore. Like, so old.
1: Is Snapple even a thing? When was the last time you had a Snapple? Yeah,
2: definitely. I feel like I might have had one, like, last summer. I think, like, I was, like, really thirsty. I... I think I had one on my honeymoon actually. I think like I was like really okay. thirsty and like walked into like one of these like play they had I think I got a Snapple.
1: Uh Snapple. Yeah, I wonder I wonder how they're doing. Yeah, it's I just, I feel like I saw Probably it. Probably printing other day money that I could
2: would be my guess. they will be still printing money. You, you think they're printing money? I don't Definitely. know if they're
1: printing money. They, just, uh, is
2: Snapple out of business? I
1: don't There's no I, way. my only thing is like you're you're treating it like they're they've like become this like Fortune five hundred company or something. I don't know if that's happened. I, I you see a lot of Snapple at I don't see any ads anywhere Oh, Tyler just drank that...
2: one uh Tyler Morales is with us Tyler hello well,
1: they've made at least a couple bucks hello uh, <laughs> <good>. hello, guys
2: that's <laughs> so, like what what the, like what the hell Tyler time like papers right. on his Snapple desk, bottles the in the background to get to the microphone right, can uh, out of
1: the way right.
2: Tyler tell us about your recent Snapple experience
3: it was good. I actually just had one. I'm eating a, a hoagie. That's why maybe the paper was there. But I had a hoagie with a peach Snapple, some chips. Honestly, 10 out of 10.
2: That's a great <laughs> lunch. It was a great lunch. Like sandwich, Snapple, <laughs> chips is pretty honestly,
1: good. Honestly, honestly, 10 out of 10. <laughs> what yeah, can I say? It was a peach Snapple, and,
2: and, you know? And, and, to, and, and to be fair, like, he's not wrong. So Tyler, hard launch on the Snapple. We absolutely love that. Uh yeah, love that. Uh, yeah, and like, and peach is like unquestionably like, like the King Snapple flavor. Yeah.
1: I I, when when something kind of goes away like that from a just like a promotional standpoint, because again, like there's no Snapple ads. Like let's give saw a Snapple commercial for something. They used to, used to have in tons the 90s, ads, right? Yeah, made from the best stuff on earth. You like the, the female voiceover or whatever. Uh, now not like nothing. And Mike Brown writes in our chat that it's owned by the same company as Dr Pepper. And so I, now I don't party. know what's going on. That yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah, they've been around forever and they make the best version of their thing so yeah probably pretty good
2: also like made from the best stuff on earth meaning like you know, processed sugar
1: right made from the best stuff on earth like corn syrup or whatever it <laughs> like is. i was gonna <laughs> say like like two like
2: okay. percent real juice and then corn syrup and sugar right. by the way it's delicious i'm not denigrating it I oh like yeah staple. just like just like it's not one percent
1: juice always the best part of any drink when you look and you're like made with real juice asterisk well this asterisk <laughs> is actually- going to be out of this world
2: <laughs> <Right>? yeah <laughs> that's absolutely, absolutely- Absolutely. All right. Uh, maybe, maybe Rod Gilmore will join us a little later in the show. Maybe he won't. But on the, side, the on, on the other side, stuff on On the other side, Eric Eager talks Week Eleven in the NFL with Nick and Ken.
0: We'll be right back with you. Better you bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network. <laughs> Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network.
2: Having a lot of fun here on a wonderful Football Wednesday, Nick, Ken, and you here on the BetQL Network. 20 minutes from now, we will talk, hey, if uh, the Browns aren't going to make the playoffs in the AFC with Deshaun Watson now out, uh, who, who do we think gets in? A couple really interesting teams at really interesting prices to make the postseason now in the American Football Conference. We'll do that coming up in 20 minutes. Uh, Matt Moore will join us in the final hour of the show, the Power Hour, giving us NBA bets for tonight. We'll give you our NBA bets. I I got a certified, like, 15-star banger in the NBA in the prop market. Can't wait to give that out. Oh, you know what? I just added five more. 20 stars. Oh, wait, what's that? 25 don't dare me because i'll I'll upgrade the son of a bitch to 100 stars if you dare (laughs) me i'll do that Don't dare me, because I will. Uh, NBA bets, hockey bets, college basketball bets, golf bets for the weekend coming up in the final hour of the program. But joining us right now, continuing the conversation here, Week 11 in the National Football League, one of our favorite guests, one of the smartest NFL pundits out there. Encourage everyone to follow him on Twitter. Great Twitter follow for the National Football League, at Eric Eager underscore. Does great work for our friends at Sumer Sports. Writes a great column a couple times a week for Sumer Sports. Tweets it out, free to read. It's absolutely awesome. And the Sumer Sports Football Show with our friend Eric Eager. Former Falcons general manager Thomas Dimitrov, a must listen. Dimitrov, of course, a Tim Scanlon client. And Eric joins us right now here on You Better You Bet, my friend. Welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy Week Eleven to you and yours.
3: We're more, we're more than halfway. Uh, this is uh, this has been a crazy season. I'm excited for the second half. There's uh, very little that's been determined so far. So uh, a lot of a lot of opportunity out there.
1: Eric, obviously, should probably start with some application of this to Sean Watson news that came out earlier today. That's how we've led off with every guest. But you heard Nick kind of teeing it up there that maybe this makes the AFC playoff picture more interesting. I think we all kind of think Pittsburgh's at least like some percentage fraudulent, even if that percentage is like 10 or 20 or something like it just, is this really going to happen? They're just going to win every game. So maybe their spots in the, in the playoffs is vulnerable. And then, and then Cleveland spot certainly becomes more vulnerable with Deshaun missing the rest of the season. What's your best guess right now for how the AFC playoff picture shapes up? It could even just be the wild card spots. If we feel confident in these division leaders.
3: Yeah, I, I think Buffalo has to end up, you know, I, I know that they're, you know, well below 50% right now to make it. Uh, we make it 32.6. The market's kind of at right there, too, at 2-1 to one or so, um, or was this morning. Uh, Houston's another one where it's really hard to go against great quarterback play. Cincinnati's another one. I, I don't think there's going to be, I still don't think there's going to be a bad team in the AFC playoffs versus the NFC, which I think you're going to see, in addition to the NFC South team that wins it, Uh, one wild card at least for a team that's not particularly good. I think in the AFC, there's plenty of teams that if Cleveland doesn't end up making it, we're not going to look back and be like, gosh, we lost Cleveland and we gained a team that sucked. I I just don't see that happening. I think there's too many good, even a team like the Los Angeles Chargers, uh, you know, great quarterback play. I think they'll, they'll still be a good AFC playoffs um w- without Cleveland even though it, it does suck for that franchise uh that seemingly can't catch a break although I don't feel the worst for them
2: what? why not why not
3: I mean like well, you make what, what's the old adage like you make your own luck I feel like the Cleveland Browns have have had some bad luck and uh they're they're very, you know they've created some of their own bad luck fair enough, fair so, enough. So, and, sure and, and when indeed the, I don't want to
2: massage I don't, the and, situation Right. And also tra- traded for a quarterback that is a hashtag weirdo at best and something something much worse yeah. at worst. All right, let's uh, let's let's talk about that game this weekend, Derek. Let's start there. Uh, pick the winner on Sunday with the Browns and Steelers. Both teams are 6-3. and three. Total of the game has now dropped to 33. DTR will start a quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Who wins on Sunday? And if you have a thought on the total, we'd love that as well, my friends, with the Browns and the Steelers.
3: Yeah, it's not even – it's not even uh, December and we get, like, Army-Navy. That that's, feels, like, fortunate for us. Um, no, I I still think Cleveland should be favored in this game. I think that, you know, if I had to, I'd lay the points with the Browns. I just – there's just a part of me that looks at that Steelers team, and I, I get that they have great, you know, players up front, especially defensively. Um, you know, the running game seems to be getting going, but, like, none of those things work against Cleveland's defense. Like, they just – they're very, very good defensively. They're coming off of a bad game, but a game where they rallied in the second half of the game and, and held Baltimore down to the point where they could come back and win. Um, I still think the best unit among the four that are going to be playing on Sunday is Cleveland's defense. And I think that in an NFL where there's not great offenses around the league for, for the most part, I think that'll carry uh, further than, than usual.
1: Eric, we've, we've asked a lot of guests today about this Carolina-Dallas game. With some Carolina news that, that Frank Reich's going to take over the play calling duties. Rather than ask you about that, I want to ask you about the Dallas angle of this. We haven't really talked to guests about this today, but earlier in the week, like I made a pretty like passionate argument for kind of how I think the Cowboys are mispriced in a lot of markets right now because their schedule sets up pretty easily the next few weeks and the Eagles' schedule is much more difficult. doesn't mean it has to play out that way, but just that's I mean, look at the point spread of the game. It's on the screen right. The Cowboys are 10 and a half point road favorites. The Eagles are playing the best team in the league with the best player of all time. Like that's that's different. Dak MVP, like 40 to one CD lamb offensive player of the year, 30, 40 to one, like these things to me, Eric seem at least not that they're going to happen. They just seem a little more possible than those prices that maybe Dallas has like a big record at the end of the year. What do you, what do you make of the Cowboys? The second half of the season, obviously they kind of like quietly rolling a little bit here into a really soft part of their schedule.
3: Yeah. When you look at that division, even you're talking about plus four ten to win the division when. I know they don't have the tiebreaker. I know that, um, you know, I, I, Eagles, if they lose on Monday, will be undefeated in the NFC and and have a couple losses in the AFC. So from a tiebreaker standpoint, still have an edge over Dallas multiple ways. Um, but still, like, you know, Jalen Hurts' knee is, you know, uh, toothpicks and, and, and chewing gum type of thing, right? Like, at this point... Um, Defensive backfield has been a, a regression, you know, sort of thing for the Eagles. Now they get the buy. Bayard is going to come in uh, and and hopefully make things a little bit better for them. But yeah, I don't I don't disagree. Um, you know, the market, you know, to to lay Philly minus five fifty to win the AFC NFC East, for example, to me would be an ill
2: advised bet. You better you better hear with Nick and Ken on a Wednesday talking week eleven in the National Football League and all things NFL with our friend Eric Eager from Sumer Sports. Eric on Twitter at Eric Eager underscore. All right. Well we're on the subject of the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's go to Monday night, and then we'll work our way backwards from there. Eagles, about a two-and-a-half-point road dog in Kansas City, like in between two-and-a-half and three. Game's in arrowhead, obviously. Uh, like, pick the winner of the game, Chiefs and Eagles. Total's about 45-and-a-half, which, like, feels low, given these offenses and the final score of the Super Bowl. But then we know how games have gone on the NFL this year. Any any bets, era coming up for the Super Bowl rematch on Monday night?
3: No, it's funny because the total in the Super Bowl was right around 51, uh, 50 and a half at times. A lot of, a lot of sharp people like under in that game and look pretty silly for it. Um, this one's lower, uh, but I think both offenses are worse than they were at this time last year. Uh, the Chiefs, not necessarily for personnel, um, but be just because of regression in players like Valdez, Scantling, and, and Sky Moore and stuff. Uh, and, and the Eagles, um, you know, there's just been a much slower pace to their game. so I understand why the total has gone down but to your point it is alarming. I make the game two and a half so it's right on the point spread. I think if it got to three you'd almost have you'd have to buy with Philadelphia and we've seen threes pop up in the market and they've always been taken down by Eagles betters so I, I just this is one where you sit back and watch. I, I know that there's the narrative of anytime you can get Mahomes under a field goal favorite you have to do it. I think that there are, even as a Chiefs fan, some things about the Chiefs interior offensive line, wide receivers, that I just need to see perform at at their accustomed level before I can really, you know, invest in in that team. So uh, it'll be a fun game to watch. I hope they win, obviously, as a fan, but um, I I can't uh, advise any any wagers on it. Eric, this
1: week, obviously, kind of unique because, you know, every week there's teams coming off their buys in the middle of the season, but, you know, like, Chiefs off there by Eagles, off there, like the best teams in the league coming off there by and the third team, the Miami Dolphins coming off there by So it's kind of funny that the way these teams played, they're all grouped together in terms of like when they approach their second half of the season. I think the expectation with Miami Eric here is they're, they're just going to start kind of taking off your Jalen Ramsey's back on the team. Jalen Waddle may be healthy like this is this team really might start kind of really putting things together moving forward, maybe make a push toward a Super Bowl or at least an appearance in the AFC Championship game. And the market has kind of moved in that direction for this Sunday's game against the Raiders too. So it's funny, the Raiders, Antonio Pierce, they win two games. Like, oh, like they might be kind of cooking here. Actually, Miami is just getting blasted in the market this week. So this opened like 10 and a half, 11, out to 13 and a half now in this game. Do we see 14? What, what do you kind of make of this almost like Anticipation that Miami is going to be this great team in the second half creating a really large point spread on Sunday
3: Yeah, it's remarkable how this has moved but it, you know for the for the most part are we surprised? I mean the Raiders, you know, they've they've won the last couple of games, but it's not necessarily um, You know beating a Giants team with with Tommy DeVito a quarterback is not necessarily uh, predictive and then the Jets kind of gave them that game. I think that they were mostly outplayed in that game but uh, came back and won so You know, this is the very team that the Miami Dolphins like to crush. It's a West Coast team coming East Coast uh, playing a 1 o'clock game. There's that aspect. That's usually baked into the market. But, uh, you know, the fundamentals are that Miami, they're a high-variance team. And if you're going to lay a big point spread with a team in the NFL in 2023, it it has to be a high-variance team because there's too many games that get slogged down. This is the one game where Miami can, you know, this is the one team that has been consistently creating explosive plays on offense. So I get it. The problem is is the Raiders do not they they at all costs avoid big plays defensively. So I could see this as being a Tyree Kill like eleven catch for a ninety-eight yard game just because that's all that they're allowing Miami to do. So it's interesting. I can't lay 13 with Miami, but um I maybe maybe something like Vegas plus seven and a half first half or something like that, where um, you know, the the game plan sort of mesh for for long enough for them to stay in the game, but Miami's overall talent. Uh, advantage, you know, wins out at the end.
2: Hashtag bet regret for me. I should have done Panthers first half back in like week three or whenever that was, instead of betting the Panthers yep. for the full game. I'm 14-0 and then I lost by 21. Uh, Eric, Thursday night, tomorrow night, uh, Ravens and Bengals. Market seems to have stabilized here with Baltimore just a three and a half point home favorite. Uh, no T Higgins for Cincinnati. We'll see about some of the pass rushers for the Bengals. Hubbard ruled out. We'll see about Hendrickson. No Marlon Humphrey. No Ronnie Stanley for Baltimore. Any bets for you for Thursday night football? One of the best games of the week.
3: Yeah, I think you t- you have to take Cincinnati plus the three and a half. Um, I think there's a, a good bounce back spot for the Bengals um, matchup. You know, with more, no Marlon Humphrey, that's been a problem for whenever it's happened for Cincinnati or sorry for for Baltimore. I know Higgins is out, but they still have uh, they still have a Chase, and then they've obviously like leaned a little bit more in on Joe Mixon, who's had some decent games in a row here. So it, it, for my money, it has to be Cincinnati at four earlier in the week, and still at three and a half. Uh, I make the game more of a flat three, so uh, the, to me it's it's Cincinnati or nothing.
1: Eric, we haven't talked a lot about Sunday night football, like, except to say like Justin Jefferson may end up playing in the game. Like the, the market hasn't really reacted to that yet. Cause we don't really know what's going on limited in practice today, which doesn't really tell you anything about what's going to happen this weekend. And the market hasn't moved as a result of that report, Denver off the win over Buffalo. Although maybe it was not like the sexiest looking win a team could ever have like completely outplayed statistically. they are a two and a half point home favorite against like the story of the season that everyone's like fawning over, which is Josh Dobbs in the Minnesota Vikings, uh, won what, five or six straight games. So Denver, two and a half at home, total 43. I, Nick and I have said all week, like we wish we could bet both teams against their next opponent, but they're playing each other. It's like watching our kids play each other in a sporting event or something. <laughs> what would you do here in, a, in about a minute with I think two teams that, that people have had a lot of success playing on recently?
3: Yeah, this is a sneaky one. Denver obviously not, you know, didn't really win that game fundamentally, but obviously comes out with a win and probably, you know, lucky even to cover the number. But they do match up here well with the Vikings. Uh, The Vikings are a little down at wide receiver with Osborne and Jefferson, questionable at best for this game. Uh, Sertan has been tremendous uh, basically all year. I think he'll be a force there. Vikings without Jordan Hicks, at middle linebacker, they brought back Anthony Barr uh, the Broncos want to run, uh, you know, if you've bet over on carries for Javante Williams the last two weeks, you've, you've basically cashed by halftime. Um, so I think that this game plays out well for Denver. I think you have to lay it with Denver um, a- a- until possibly you hear that Justin Jefferson's playing, but I don't think he is uh, going to play uh, in this one. So I think it's going to be uh, Denver for me, uh, ATS.
2: All right, Eric, let's close here. And you mentioned Buffalo maybe, like, still making a push towards the playoffs here with Ken Dorsey out, Joe Brady in, in now as the offensive coordinator. On Sunday, they're taking on a Jets team. Like, listen, like, the Zach Wilson stinks. There's no question about it. The Jets' defense has been a bugaboo, like, for, obviously, for Josh Allen over the last couple of years here with Robert Sala kind of calling the shots on defense. The Bills a touchdown favorite on Sunday. The total here is 39 and a half. What are you doing, if anything, with side and total here for the Bills and the Jets on Sunday?
3: Can't, you could probably tease Buffalo down. I know that's like famous last words, given that they haven't even won outright uh, for a few weeks. Um, totals too low for me to lay the lay the points for Buffalo, um, but I don't trust I don't trust uh, Zach Wilson. So I, I think it's probably Buffalo and teasers. And if I had to gun to head, I'd lay the points of Buffalo for, for another week. <laughs> uh, and, and like Buffalo can remain efficient as long as we can remain solvent, uh, or, or longer than we can remain solvent, as as the phrase goes. Um, but yeah, to me, it's Buffalo or nothing, but I'm not like rushing to do anything with that game.
2: Whose phrase is that?
3: I I, I actually have to go back and remember. I, I, I'm i blanking right now.
2: Well, so, someone it... way smarter than me, I would guess, that I haven't heard of. Right. The, er, Eric it's has It's going to be like Archimedes
1: yeah. or something. It's going to end up being ridiculous right now.
2: is an absolute love for a pal Eric Eager. Uh, I was saying solvent. I was like, oh, like, I don't know if I've ever heard anyone say that before. Eric the the, the phrase best. is
3: the market can remain uh, inefficient longer than we can remain solvent. So I try to apply that no, to football. Keens. Games.
1: Yeah. Oh, Keane. Keen.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh Keene's. I should have known. Uh, Eric. Yeah, at Eric name, Eager, right? underscore. Is that how I pronounce his uh,
1: name? That's like the economist guy. The
2: <laughs> uh, check out the Sumer Sports Football Show with Eric and Thomas Dimitrov. Eric, we sincerely appreciate the time. Good luck with the bets and we will catch up with you soon.
3: Hey, Nick, Ken, thanks for having me on. Take care.
2: Ken and I talk an AFC playoff picture coming up next.
0: Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake.
2: you want to check out the last hour of the show, I would strongly recommend it. Twitch.tv backslash BetQL. About 20 minutes from now, uh, we're going to give you a ton of bets for tonight in the final hour. NBA, NHL, college hoops golf bets for the weekend, and a conversation with our pal Matt Moore from the Action Network giving us bets for tonight on the NBA as well. We were just going to do like a straight up, hey, like, straight up now, tell me, are you going to bet the Browns to miss the playoffs? Uh-uh, uh, uh, uh. Ooh, But uh, instead, uh. We de- instead, instead, we decided to have some fun because we've been talking Watson all show. So, we are going to, at some point over the next couple of weeks, get, get into... Like, like honestly, like, our show chat's very it. funny right now. And, like, yeah. it really, like, it needs to stop being very funny so I can, like, get, yeah. get, get through this here. Um, yeah. None of, the, none wait, of this stuff can
1: be said. Absolutely no. none of it. <laughs>
2: <It's>, <laughs> at some point, we'll get to...
1: <laughs> Straight up, now, Tim. <laughs> it's
2: really... It's really I mean, it's. I can't say it. It's really very funny, and like no one, no one knows what we're saying yeah. right now. But sorry, like no, I saw it, it, I had to sorry, laugh because it was funny. Just know okay. we're having a great time. Yeah. All right, and uh, no, we'll have a great time with you right now. Also, And now at some point we're going to bring the playoffs in back to the show. For newer listeners and viewers, it's, hey, like, season ended today. Here are the matchups in the AFC and NFC. What are our projected point spreads for those matchups? And this is, like, a way to get ahead, kind of, like, what the betting markets are going to be come Wild Card Weekend, right? We got a framework of what this is going to be. We kind of know what we want to bet conceptually, what numbers we're looking for. And uh, we can kind of spin this forward a little bit. We could talk about the three AFC playoff matchups on Wild Card Weekend, but then also, like, hey, if Cleveland misses, if Pittsburgh misses, like, who makes it instead? And kind of what would the point spreads be in those games? So maybe it's just the AFC. Maybe we can do a little NFC also where, like, if the season ended today, by the way, Dallas-San Francisco for the third straight year coming up in the postseason. Niners have won the last Amazing. two, obviously. We would talk about that. Niners yeah. splashed years the season. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I bet the Cowboys, and, and they lost. And that was no fun. Um, let's do AFC matchups here, Ken. Uh, the three matchups are as follows. We could do the projected point spreads. The 2-7 matchup would be a rematch of week one where Baltimore was a nine and a half point favorite against Houston and covered the spread. I feel like that would not be the spread this time around. Jacksonville would host Cleveland and DTR. Obviously like we have a lot of season to play, but that's if the season ended today. And then we would have Miami host the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think it would be a pretty interesting market in that game. Not, not saying, like, I would, like, bet one team or another. Just I think the market would be interesting. So, Ken, why don't you start us off. Houston and Baltimore, kind of like like you're kind of we're spitballing here. What do you think your projected point spread would be in that game?
1: Ooh, man. I don't I, I purposely actually don't have my ratings up because I want to try to do this just, like, by feel almost. Um, okay, so, like, if Houston makes the playoffs, I figure their rating will probably update a little over the course of the year to be better. It's already happening this week a little bit. Um it's it's probably Ravens seven and a half.
2: Oh, I think lower. I think lower than that.
1: But look at look at the markets we just had for Ravens games. Like they they played Cleveland and it opened a touchdown and got that down to like six six and a half. Houston is unequivocally worse right now. You can say they're better. That's fine. Market rating, they're worse than Cleveland right now. There's like no question. So like it, like what can it be? Seven
2: might. My- my thought is yeah. is that if and when we get there and Houston's in the playoffs and in a playoff game, I feel like there would be like an amazing appetite to bet CJ Shroud at a number that big.
1: Baltimore would be two though. how many wins is Baltimore gonna have if they're the two? Thirteen? Well, be well really how about good.
2: this. Yeah. I would uh I would bet Houston if the number were seven or above. Right now at least. Oh yeah. Um,
1: but that that's like but like, but I feel like you could say that in every Houston game so far. Like they're being rated wrong. I want to bet them because they're so good. Like I totally get that. What sure, you're arguing. with the projected spread, I'm trying to of the game I'm trying to tell seven. you like what is it going to be? Seven. Like what's it I'll actually going to be? Like look at how the Ravens are rated in some of these games. Like I, it, it cannot be a small number.
2: What's your opinion? Like like not like what will the number be? Like what do you think? I I, I kind of feel like I would bet Houston to six. Which means for me, like, the right number maybe is five and a half. And I'm not saying that should be the number in the market. I could also be way wrong. That's just my opinion right now.
1: I would bet Baltimore to win, tease them, and it would be my largest bet of the playoffs if the market was, like, anything close to what we're talking about. Uh, Rookie quarterback, first start on the road against that team, zero to win. Zero to win. They get backdoor the game all the time because it's fake and it's artificial, but, like, I I would give them no chance.
2: All right, that's (laughs) – what would you give them? No chance. No yeah. chance in hell. You've got... All right, that's Houston and Baltimore. So,
1: so, so I'll lay Lamar in a playoff game for a billion dollars because that's gone really great historically. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah.
2: Oh, to be fair, like he... Well, also like Ravens teasers in playoff games a couple years ago in Buffalo. I, yeah. that, that one I might, I might not be over yet. Uh, Justin Tucker misses a field goal here. I think he missed two field goals, like 105-year by the that Bills. I might have been I don't know it was just like
1: was teron really Johnson really might have
2: been him. Uh Micah Hyde?
1: Sure. Yes.
2: Jordan Poyer. <laughs> just uh, name players so that have played for the say. Bills. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well. Uh yes. yeah,
1: Milano any of these guys.
2: Uh Edmonds, Browns Jaguars guy. in Jacksonville.
1: So, I mean obviously like they they ended up making it. Uh and DTR is probably the starter. Cleveland feels like every single game that they play, no matter what, has a point spread of less than three. Uh oh god. Like God, I feel like if it was Jags three and a half, I would just bet Cleveland.
2: I think it's I, I think I it's mean, Jags three. I think it's Jacksonville three.
1: That's so insulting to Jacksonville, but it's probably it right. is, but, like, <laughs> but do
2: they but do they deserve it?
1: Like yeah, something yeah maybe, different? It's three, maybe it's three and a half. I, but I guess like if we got there, then Cleveland would have made it. So the, like, the stabilized Cleveland defense, definitely the best unit in that game by miles. Um, yeah, like, yeah, Jack's home field stinks too. I'll say, uh, yeah, okay. Like juice three, maybe three and a half. But yeah, it's Jacksonville about that number.
2: Very interested to get your projected spread here for Dolphins <laughs> hosting the Steelers on Wild Card Weekend. I'm
1: trying to find, remember like a comp for how the Steelers have been rated against, like, anything you can close use, to this. You
2: use, can use the Raiders rating, right? I know it was a while ago, but at least it's kind of like a, an anchor.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, what is... I'm 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 just bring up a Pittsburgh schedule really fast. So, the week one's are relevant because people thought they were good, and they're not. Uh... Ravens was like a weird game because that's the rivalry and the Steelers got bed and it was like kind of a weird market. What did the what did the the uh the game where Lamar had a billion chances and the Steelers won by seven before the buy? What was the market in that game?
2: I think it was Ravens four.
1: Ravens, yeah. That's I was gonna say like three and a half, maybe or something. So the the number that first came into my head uh was Miami nine and a half.
2: Yeah, I was gonna that say, was like, is it number. ten or not? I think is the question. Yeah.
1: I don't think it is. But like close. Well, how, how about <laughs> like, this? What do you want? How to about bet? this? Yeah, like well, I'll said. tell you. If it's
2: Miami nine and a half, I'm betting the Dolphins. Like up, up until it moves to ten, and right. I can't bet anymore.
1: Hey, uh, yeah, but I mean, like,
2: like the Steelers aren't scoring. Like they're not going to score. Like and presumably, like this is like full strength Miami defense. And the Steelers' offense stinks. And Rob was coming out. Rob earlier in the show was saying, like, actually, like this. Look what Jordan Love did last week. Like, I mean. Uh, Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. Like, what happens in this game? Like, Miami gets a lead, and then how yeah. does Pittsburgh come back? How does we'll it happen?
1: It, let's just, we'll call it call it Miami between 7.5 and, and 9.5 and right now, but I, which I think is totally safe. And, like, maybe 10 when we get there. But it also means that the Steelers ended up somehow winning, like, four more games the rest of the year to get this playoff spot, which is just, by the way, the AFC, like, we all summer, this is going to be one of the great, Conferences like in the history of football. I'm not like mimicking you. Like we both said that these playoff matchups suck. This is a terrible. Right now. This is a terrible right now, group of teams. Yeah. yeah, it's not good. Burrow's out. Allen's out. Herbert's out. Like I just.
2: This Rogers is, is Out if he comes back, yeah. is out. It is and it, out, in his like, place like, we get DTR. Anyway. Pickett.
1: <laughs> right, and here's like DTR, and like and like Jacksonville's the good team. That's like, yay. Can't wait for them to lose to somebody after this. Like I just. God, I mean, if you're Kansas City, you're just like awesome. Let's let's start the playoffs right now, right now. Let's start them. Just like really funny. Um,
2: why don't we do this? So let's keep uh, two, three, and four. All right. So Baltimore, Jacksonville, and Miami, and let's sub Buffalo into the seven. So it's Buffalo True. at Baltimore. Totally reasonable. Let's sub Cincy into the six. Cincinnati at Jacksonville and let's sub uh, what do we want to sub into the five? The Chargers just for fun.
1: But you should you should move everybody up. Like he should be the five, Buffalo should be the six, and you should come up okay, with like a wacky seven. seven.
2: And like who's the Jets the or the Chargers? Or, how about yeah. Aaron Rodgers Jets?
1: Sure. Oh, yeah. oh, look a good playoffs. Look at that. Look All at right. how that happened. All
2: right. Aaron Rodgers and the Jets at the Ravens. <laughs>
1: Uh oh God! Okay, Ravens three. I was trying to think if it should be three and a half or not. Because like he, like well, I guess, uh, how many games has he played? Like is this his first game? Well, they, I uh, presumably it, so he's he played like played.
2: he's probably he's probably played like well, yeah, correct. Because
1: they would never yeah. make it if he didn't come back. They'll lose yeah, every correct. game that Zach Wilson yeah. starts. So, uh, all right, so he's played a little bit, and they made it. Yeah, three. And if he's looked good, I'm betting the Jets.
2: Yeah, hell to win. Yeah. Yeah. to win. Uh, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, three or three. Maybe it's still three and a half. Honestly, because Baltimore's like they're just gonna get rated like crazy. They're gonna get rated really, really well.
2: Buffalo at Jacksonville. Jacksonville beat the Bills earlier this season on a neutral site game in London.
1: That means the Bills righted the ship and got in.
2: Is it Bills, Bills two, and a, two and a half or Bills three? Yeah, it's one of the two. Yeah, Bills favored.
1: For sure. Probably, probably two and a half. Damn.
2: Yeah, because Jacksonville ahead. would get better three, and then uh, C- oh, Cincy at Miami. Oh God! Uh, honestly, uh, like C- Cincinnati minus one.
1: Oh, that's funny. I'd have Miami favored for sure.
2: Miami by, two and a three? half. No, oh, I bet yeah. Cincy. Easy.
1: I don't think would the I, Bengals you would might be a be right. road favorite against Miami. Bengals road favorite against Miami.
2: Well, so this would mean that they've got it. Yeah, you're probably right.
1: Bill, you're probably Bills are right. barely a road favorite against Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville stinks.
2: Yeah, All right, so that's interesting conversation there on the AFC playoff picture. Uh, if you're watching on Stadium, flip on over to twitch.tv backslash betql. We're about to give you a billion bets coming up for tonight, and we'll start the hour getting NBA bets with our friend Matt Moore from the Action Network. Don't miss it. Twitch.tv backslash betql for the Power Hour.